there, this is your host, Heather, and in the Healthy Brain Podcast, I will demystify brain science, share tips and productivity tools to recharge your life, improve your health, and increase your energy, and overall kickstart your motivation to reach your true potential. So let's get started. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me for another episode on the Healthy Brain Podcast. Today I really wanted to focus on how to develop your own stress management routine and system. And I often work on this with my clients, especially now in this time of crises, we're still in the thick of it. And it's important that we get ahead of our stress. I'll break down the system that I recommend into three parts. You may be surprised at some signs of stress. Now, of course, you can identify when you're feeling stress, if you're feeling overwhelmed and you're fearful and you can't think straight, you can't focus, but here are some other symptoms of stress. These can include headaches, insomnia, chest pain, upset digestion, frequent colds and infections, low energy. Stress manifests differently in different people. What do you feel? Take some time to identify what are your signs and symptoms of stress because it could be different. You could lash out, maybe show more anger, or you could withdraw from people and become even more isolated. Why did I feel this was an important topic? Well, as far as the brain, stress can definitely affect the brain. Chronic stress affects our memory. Chronic stress can lead to chronic diseases. And there's a huge correlation to stress and chronic disease. But for our brain function, we our brain just does not function optimally when there's chronic stress. Now, there are some productive stress moments in our life. You know, when you're feeling that deadline that you have to get um, a project completed at work. But what I'm talking about is the chronic stress that we never have a relief of it. And especially in this time of crisis, people are experiencing unsurmountable stress. And I'm really concerned about the repercussions and the health effects that we're going to see in years to come just from this 2020 crisis. Let's get into what you can do to develop your own stress management system. First, it's really important to determine your why. Why do you need a stress management system? For me, just to recommend it, Well, that's great. If you just take my recommendation and go with it, that's fine. But your why means that you'll always come back to this why when it gets a little inconvenient to do some of these stress management actions. You have to determine what is your why in helping your improve your health, both physically and mental health. Is it to manage your stress so you can improve your relationships? 
Is it to manage your stress so you can overcome a huge obstacle in your life? Take some time to journal. And when I say take some time, 10 to 15 minutes, get quiet, write down. Instead of just thinking about it, use a pen and paper, write down your why. Why do you need to develop a stress management system? Once you determine your why, which is the W, the acronym is W-A-D. The A then, let's, uh, let's go to that second step in a stress management system, is the actions. What I'm going to do is list stress management actions, activities that you can incorporate in your life. You could research them and you will determine and you'll find research to support the stress-reducing effects of each of these. But there are also many other activities that maybe you've already decided that this really helps reduce my stress. And whichever one you pick, whichever activity, maybe you want to do 10 of them. You hear 10 and you say, okay, I'm going to do 10 this week. A word of caution is just to pick one or two every week and start incorporating that into your daily habits. The reason for that is we often become overwhelmed. So first, you know, you you choose 10 that you want to do, 10 activities. As you find a busy life, work is busy, family is busy, just juggling life, that to incorporate 10 new things is a lot more challenging than just incorporating one or two. And research has shown that when you focus on incorporating one or two healthy habits, so these would be considered really healthy habits, you'll be more successful than if you choose 10. So that's what I would recommend. Make a list of what you want to try, but just pick one or two this week and schedule it in. All right, so let's get into some of the actions, the activities that you can start doing to reduce your stress. I'm not going to go really into the research here, uh, but just know that all of these have really been shown to reduce stress. All right, so exercise. That's no, it's no surprise. Exercise is very beneficial to reducing stress. But there's different types of exercise. It could be walking in nature. That's an, also a different form of stress-reducing activity. It could be maybe dancing. It could be a certain type of exercise that you really find reduces your stress. You could put yoga under this as well because some yoga is very strenuous. But I would say you could also have exercise plus yoga. Yoga which is more relaxing, the yin yoga, um, more mindful yoga. Other activities could be listening to your favorite music. Also, what about a new hobby or a new interest or maybe a hobby or interest that you haven't done in years and when you start doing it, you realize how much you enjoy it. For me, a new hobby is gardening 
It's actually something that I did way back when the kids were little. We had a construction here in our house and it took a lot of work to get the garden up and going, but it is up and going and I really enjoy spending time out in the garden. Uh, I can't say I like weeding, but that's part of it. You know, getting out and taking care of something. It's a new hobby. One thing is mindfulness and meditation could also go, go under mindfulness. To have a practice of mindfulness can really reduce your stress and there's a lot of research to show this. Meditation is a form of mindfulness and you can incorporate meditation throughout the day or in the morning. I am a real fan of that. And the stress-reducing effects are tremendous. Having a practice of gratitude can really reduce your stress and increase your feeling of happiness. Prayer, quiet time also is beneficial for reducing your stress. And along with that, what about looking at providing a service, doing something for someone else? So you're being of service. That can really help reduce your stress because it takes the focus away from you and towards someone else. You will be amazed. It goes along with that uh, gratitude. And when you can be of service to someone else, you will feel amazing and it will lighten your mood and you'll feel less stressed. I would highly recommend this practice is to celebrate small wins. Instead of waiting for that big goal, can you celebrate the little wins, the little achievements that you do during the day and during the week? And a great time to do that is when you're doing a weekly review. If you don't already have this practice, I encourage you to take a Sunday or Monday and review the previous week. And really identify the smallest, even if it's a small little win, celebrate that. Because you may be so focused on your main goal, if you haven't achieved your goal, you can increase your stress just by realizing, oh, I haven't met my goal. But when you can say, but look at what I've done, just this little thing. And it doesn't mean that you got to run around the yard and say, I'm amazing, I did this little small win. It just means spending some time recognizing it, feeling good that you have made some progress. Journaling is also an amazing way to reduce your stress. You can journal before the day gets started or at the end of the day. There's many journals that will give you journal prompts. You can also write about your concerns. And there's something about writing pen and paper that helps the brain to process and it actually will provide some relief when you put it on the paper. This next step is something that you know you probably know of is to limit your screen time. I think all of us can agree that over the last few months the screen time for social media, taking in news, even just watching Netflix has gone up tremendously. Now, I'm not saying that you have to completely eliminate it, but it's just to have boundaries. Limit how much you're taking in. Limit who you're following on social media. Make sure that it's someone who's positive, who 
is uplifting, who is giving you those, the inspiration and motivation to do better in your life. And by limiting also being on our device, it also helps our brain because really when we're, when we're on our device, we're not really doing much with our brain. We're just taking in. Our stress can really skyrocket. When we see something, we internalize, we visualize, we see this happening. The news, if you consume too much news, and the news that is really not positive nowadays, that can really affect your stress level. So that would be almost a non-negotiable is to limit the amount of time you're on your electronic devices. One area that you may not realize that really affects your stress is what you eat and what you drink. So making sure you're hydrated with water is really important. Half your body weight in ounces, in water ounces, but what you eat can also affect your stress response. You know the story of when you finish Thanksgiving dinner and because you've had a nice plate of turkey plus a ton of other stuff. But what happens is with turkey specifically, serotonin is released. It's a neurotransmitter and it makes you feel calmer and more relaxed. So what are some other foods that will increase serotonin release? These would be eggs, chickpeas, nuts, seeds, sweet potato, quinoa, dark chocolate. And dark chocolate has to, it has to be, you know, that over 70%. Other foods can increase GABA, which helps to reduce anxiety and promote a feeling of calm. These foods include walnuts, almonds, bananas, broccoli, lentils, brown rice. These are just some of them. Other foods provide magnesium to your body will also be very beneficial. Magnesium is used in so many cellular activities in our body that we often don't get enough magnesium. So you can take a magnesium supplement I like Calm. It's a mixed uh, beverage, hot beverage, really tasty, and I take it in the evening often. But magnesium can help in our stress response. Also looking at foods that contain zinc can also improve our response to stress. Another area of, of food is superfoods and adaptogens. I take a superfood smoothie, and you can email me if you want some more info about the superfood smoothie that I take. It has a lot of adaptogens, which adaptogens like ashwagandha, maca, um, some of the cordyceps mushrooms, some of the different mushrooms, medicinal mushrooms, the plant themselves have developed compounds in them so they can be resistant to stress and what happens is when we ingest those plants which is in the superfood smoothie then your body can respond to stress productively that you are not feeling that fight-or-flight response to stress and I can say that I don't usually miss a day 
of having this superfood smoothie because it is packed with the adaptogens, the antioxidants, the probiotics, the prebiotics, um, just it has everything that I need and I notice a difference. I truly do. But you can look into different types of supplements that will help you to manage your stress. One of the last activities or last two activities that I would recommend is look at the quality of your sleep. If you're not sleeping well, you will not be able to manage your stress. I've done another episode on sleep. You can look back through the, that episode. Another action for reducing your stress is community and support. How is your support system? Are you connecting with friends? Start to reach out to friends and get some great connection, whether or not it's through a Zoom call or you can meet your friends and spend some quality time with them. The third word in the acronym WAD is D, during. So your stress management system should have strategies that you are going to use during a stressful situation. What I mean is when you're feeling stressed at the moment, to keep you from overreacting, being coming super stressed out, or withdrawing, try a couple of these strategies. I go a little further into it with my uh, clients, but one that works really well is a breath work exercise and it's really where they focus on their breath so of course you could take big inhales and exhales you could do 10 inhale exhales I like to recommend that people do boxed breathing they inhale for four counts hold the breath for four counts exhale for four counts hold that exhale for four counts and it's a boxed breathing maybe doing three to four cycles and it just helps to reactivate the parasympathetic nervous system. And that results in the decreased stress response. Another strategy during a stressful situation is the Mel Robbins 54321. You count slowly 54321. Say it out loud or you can do it internally, but this is a really powerful way to break that stress response. A third strategy is self-talk, and this may include affirmations. So when you're feeling super stressed, you can say an affirmation, I am focused and I am relaxed, I am inspired, I am motivated, I am productive, whatever phrase that you have that will bring you back into the present moment and get you grounded so you won't trickle, it won't trickle into the stress response. So those are three strategies. There are many more, but three strategies to get you started. I hope you have found this helpful. One thing I would recommend is incorporate this stress management routine or a stress management system into your daily habits, especially for your health and your mental well-being. I hope you all are doing well. Namaste.